0: Um, I've been asked to encourage the church by looking at the worship songs we sing in greater detail, so I'll be using scripture to support that, and the song I will be talking about, the worship song we sing called King of Kings, Majesty, which you'll see on the screens. Um, more specifically, I'm going to be talking about six words um, from it, so I think you can see it on there, yeah. Um, so I'm going to be talking about In Royal Robes I Don't Deserve. So what does this mean? I don't see any robes in this church. I definitely don't see them when we are singing. And even if I did see them, why don't I deserve them? I'm a good person. I stay out of people's way. I do like to gossip, and I have told the odd lie. But I'm a good person. I promise. I've even done the washing up without being asked. (laughs) In royal homes, I don't deserve. What does it mean? What does the bible say about this let's split it into two parts first in royal robes now these aren't just any robes these are royal kingdom robes they have more value that's the first clue if we take a look at luke 11. i'm going to read this Um, now jesus was praying in a certain place and when he finished one of his disciples said to him Lord, teach us to pray, as John John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Let me just stop there. I know we both know that one. but This is the Lord's Prayer we're reading. It's very famous. And Jesus is teaching this to his disciples how to pray uh, to God because they're they're asking him. Jesus Jesus, in teaching this, lands on God's kingdom at the very beginning. Father, hallowed be your name, which means to make holy, set apart. Then your kingdom come. To Jesus, the kingdom of God must be important. Maybe the royal robes we're singing about are linked to the kingdom of God. Now, I know many of you may know the story of the prodigal son. But if you don't, uh, it's a parable that Jesus told um, about a son who took his inheritance and squandered it with reckless living, and spent all of it. Uh, and at this part of the scripture, um, the son has decided to come home, and in this, this is how the father responds when he comes home. This is from Luke chapter 15. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me, as one of, uh, treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him. This son is so undeserving to come home after what he's done. I always like that the son recognises that he has sinned against heaven first, then his father. It's easy to shrink the importance of God when you have sinned. You can fool yourself into believing the sin is small and therefore insignificant. But the son sees all that he has done wrong, and his father dresses him in his best robe. The point of this parable is God's love for us. Even when you turn completely against him, he welcomes us back with open arms. Why don't we take a look at the second part, I Don't Deserve. (coughs) Now, I know the last verse kind of links into both uh, both parts. Um, In Romans it says, The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I remember when I first heard this verse, Um, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, In this verse, you either take a hard look at yourself or at God and how amazing he is. Whilst my pride wants me to look at the good things I've done, I actually need to thank God for the good things that he's done. He must increase and I must decrease. Now, what does this song mean to me? Honestly, I love this song because for me, it's personal. I grew up in church. Was involved in Sunday mornings, prayer meetings, New Day Christian family meetups. But when I got to about 17, I wanted to go my own way, not God's. I was doing all the thing, all these things, but I missed the big picture that I could have a relationship with the living God. So I left church. When I left, I didn't shake my fist at God or anything. Um, But I freely walked away, and chose to follow the crowd of my non-Christian friends and ideas. My My life became living for the weekend, alcohol, late nights. I wanted the love and attention of a woman, so I thought hitting on all the girls was a good idea. My pride completely took over. I'd go a long time without seeing my family, for no real reason. I guess deep down I was ashamed. I was away from the church for about 10 years. I got real low. I was working two jobs and I felt like I had no money. I felt no one loved me and no one could really see my heart. I was working in a, bur- working in a burger van and was getting ready to tidy up and go home for the night after a physically exhausting day. I then accidentally spilled some oil down my trousers and I just lost it, and inside it was too much. I was alone and I remember looking up and praying, God, I'm a good guy, why can't I catch a break? My boss, moments later, came by and said, Dave, what's going on? All I could say is I'm sorry. And he told me not to worry and that he would, clean, he would clean it up later. Later that night, I was driving home and I was driving up this hill and I can only describe to you that God came into my car and revealed himself to me. Within a split second, my low became a high. My sorrow became a joy. I knew I was never alone and that he's always been with me. In just knowing God was real, it changed everything for me and is and will always be the best day of my life. I got home and sat on my bed and I was full of energy. I remember I've been working all day. This is like one o'clock in the morning. Um... I'd been on my feet, but I had a new perspective. I knew then I wanted to live for him. I received his Holy Spirit, and it was better than doing things my way. My life wasn't about living for the weekend, but living every day for him. this In Psalms 18, verse 6, it says this. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. Since that night, I'm happy to say I did find the love of a good woman, and I married her. No more late late nights for me as I struggle past nine o'clock. I see my family a whole lot more, and very soon I'm going to be a dad. If God can change me from all the bad things I've done and have, and have me stand up here and he can turn your life around too. God put his royal robes around me. And that's why I love this song.